welcome, welcome, welcome. That's right, it's Friday night and this party is tight. I am the man you may know as Z and this we is our review. You. Daddy's home. Daddy's home, he's bringing the party with you. We've got Baby Yoda in the back and I am joined by my usual compatriots, the detected degenerate that is the noob noob. No, you have to talk to me, ma. <laughs> you need to talk to your ma. Your ma. Your ma. She's very ornery. She wants some proper loser juice. <laughs> ah, well, you know all about the loser juice. But uh, we will get there at some point. We'll get to that loser juice. And we're also joined by the king of the airwaves. He's not quite the king of pop, but he is the king of squawk. It's Squawk Keebler. Squawk Keebler. That's an interesting new one. The king of whatever I deem I'm the king of. And tonight I'll be the king of all of our friends we have in chat. Sam Jr., I see you're there. Jay Bird, Noob Noob's boyfriend. Ron Schrade, Big Bird's here. Already tell Noob Noob to shut up. And Big Bird, that's why I like you. Big Bird, you you. take a piece of me, Big Bird, aren't you? (laughs) Doc's a little feisty tonight. (laughs) But yes, we do want to join, like all of you, thank you for joining us. I'm getting tongue twisted here. It is Friday night. Thank you for joining us all. I see Noob Noob there is ready to enter the bat cave. I am. Oh, he's, he's ready to plunge all the caves. He's plunge right into me Ma's bat cave. <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> is that what you're calling it these days? <laughs> he's, he's doing it all up. But... Hey, we're going to go ahead and get into things right away. So first off, let's tell you guys what we have going on. Tonight in our news, we have nuns with big hammers. We're going to try to live through a conversation about Putin's home, Brady and his minions, and more. And then in Orc Tales, we're going to talk about fat squirrels, zombie beavers, actually not beavers, raccoons, and big Mm. feet. And then, of course, we're going to review Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous and Blown Away. And then we have a taste test of loser juice in honor of a UFC fight that happened most recently. But um, I love that loser juice in my mouth. We'll get, get to we'll, love that loser juice. We'll get into that. But actually, to tell you the truth, it's a whiskey tasting that we're going to get into later tonight. So that is something I'm looking forward to. But mm. first, as always, let's get through some housekeeping. And of course, first things first, over at youtube.com slash our reviews will kill you. You can see a video that Z and Noob Noob just did recently. It's about the GameStop fiasco that has been going on in the stock markets. In case you don't understand it, you can go ahead and check that video out. Z tries to explain it, and Noob Noob makes dumb jokes. Does he? Does he though? Or do I really explain everything that's going on and I have the insider information from GameStop? He's super clear. Yeah, he's super, super clear. Super, super, super clear about which way he goes. But on top of that, tomorrow you guys can look forward to another video from those two. I haven't Ooh. seen it yet, but it's about Kongzilla. Um, the, the King Kong versus Godzilla thing, whatever that may be. We'll give you a little inside information, maybe a little bit of spoilery possibilities. So that'll be something you can look forward to where we uh, reveal some secrets about 
Kong versus Zilla. Keith, a little bit of that mechanical goodness. The big, exciting, exciting thing on HBO Max in theaters coming out hopefully shortly, even though it March got March 31st, delayed. I think. Yeah, I'm not sure. All right, oh, wait, sorry. March 31st. March 31st, it'll be all to you. You've got to take a good look at it. If this is what I have to look forward to all night, I'm quitting. I'm, I'm, I'm I, to I, like I, this I can't entire do this. fucking show. He's going to do the whole show, and you're going to really enjoy it. It's well, going to be real good. And I'm going to start drinking now because. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Just start it up right now. So, uh, Noob Noob, you have a giveaway. I Oh, shit. What? Oh, I really do. It's a, it's a pretty good giveaway there, lads, isn't it? Uh, it's Batman Soul of the Dragon. It's a lot of bats, a lot of souls, a little bit of dragons, a lot of Asians. Uh, because it's primarily with Bruce Lee, and he's a five-flying dragon of Asian. I don't know that anyone understands what I you're don't, saying. Nope. So we're going to go ahead and move on. He's got a giveaway, so keep tuned yeah, there's to There's a giveaway, the, and it's Batman. So keep tuned to our uh, Instagram yes. for that. And last week, we talked briefly about WandaVision. And I want to tell you guys, if you're not into it yet, or you're just an idiot like Noob Noob, Watch episode four just released today. They turn that shit up to 11. Ooh. It's definitely what you've been waiting for the whole time. The show is garbage. It's it uh, is no, you garbage. watch it. I'll tell you what, Noob Noob, you watch it, get through episode four, and you're going to be right back on board. I guarantee it. And as a tease for next week, I watched on Amazon Prime a show called The Great Escapist. It's with Richard Hammond and Tori Belici from Grand Tour and Mythbusters fame. I'll talk about that next week. So that's something for you to get on Amazon Prime to watch as well. So when we get into that, you've seen it. And that way you can join us with that conversation. So because we had a ton of housekeeping, we won't take any longer and just get right into the news. No news about ships. (laughs) We'll get to that. Breaking news. Good news, everyone. So the first bit of news we have comes from the world of Warhammer 40,000 or 400,000 or 4 million. Pretty or sure you four go with 40K. Something. I just know that whatever I called it there, Warhammer. we have this person on the phone line that's having a seizure because of whatever I just called it. But the news that comes from it is some new character. It is from the Sister of Battle. Um, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to play a little video for their release. And while I'm doing that, I'm going to welcome to the show, he is an ex-brewer like myself, one of my old hockey buddies, and an actually very talented artist, the stuff you've seen, Cam Windrig. We didn't even talk about if I should call you by your full name or not, but hey, Cam, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good, and Cam is totally fine. Also, you nailed the name on the first try there, Scott. <laughs> I, I actually wasn't sure. Actually, when I played hockey with you years ago, I wasn't sure if I was calling you the right name back then. <laughs> but Either one worked. I, I thought you were inviting Cam Newton on the show, and we were going to talk about his relationship with Bill Belichick. I'm confused. No, next week will be Cam <laughs> Newton, but this week Who we the have fuck is Cam. <laughs> so what? Are we, so what so, are we even? I, I so, know we have covered board top games in the past. So and I figured gotcha. Scott could finally be convinced that he should join the world of of board top games. So the and reason I that I've asked Cam to join us is is war is it Warhammer 40k Cam? Uh. That's what people just call it for short, uh, instead of Warhammer forty thousand. It's just because it's set in like the forty, like the years forty thousand and on. And as far as board top games goes, this is 
basically board games on steroids. Uh, it's a pretty heavy investment to get into, but it's a lot of fun. Well, before you get too far into it there, bud, the story that came through and the reason we're talking about it is they have a new character or a new um, figure, I guess it would be. And I'm going to read this off and none of it's going to mean English but is from the Sister of Battle or the Adepta Saritas, who are militant nuns known for their campaigns against elders, orcs, and tyrannids. They're associated with the Imperial Inquisition, and they release the Seraphims and Penitent Engines twists, and their new origins, the Paragon Warsuit. I have no clue what any of that meant. <laughs> speaking English? Did I really just hear that there's a bunch of elder abuse in this candy? I have no idea what any of that meant. <laughs> I don't know what Warhammer 40k is, and most people don't, but... Will this board game make me gay? I do know. <laughs> I do know that, Cam, I'm going to pull up some of the art that you've done, the figures that you've done. You're a player of this game. What is mm. this? Is this like a Dungeons & Dragons, or...? Uh, so, it's not quite. So, imagine, like, StarCraft or the old game Warcraft, like, real like real-time strategy games, it's that, but you're assembling your army and painting it yourself, and, and everybody has whatever race they're using, and then there's different factions within each race, and they break down into units, and then each model is a part of a certain unit. And, yeah, you just build, like, a war zone on a tabletop, uh, bust out a measuring tape, a shit ton of dice, and then just have a battle. Like, they break it down into different rounds. There's different phases. Like there's psychic powers you can throw off and then you go into the shooting phase and then you can even uh, get into close combat and tear people up that way. But um, we are, out, we, uh, we outside are, we are, of that too, they... No, we got We are looking at a board. I have a board up on screen, which is I've stolen in images from your Instagram. I mean, this mm -hmm. does look impressive. It looks like there's a mixture of paid and non-painted pieces here, but also on our YouTube page, I'm showing images um, that you put up. These are pieces that you've done. I'm looking at a blue character here that looks like the Mach Space 1 Ar from the Iron Man suits. That's a space marine for sure. Right? That's, a, that's, that's a, a space marine. Yeah. So that's a space marine. So yeah. do you, you yep. are you making these or, or you purchase the pieces and then paint them yourself? So you actually buy them and they come on something what's called like a sprue. And it's just individual little tiny plastic pieces that you can assemble them kind of however you want. People go real crazy. They'll even like sculpt things onto them. And then, yeah, after you assemble them, it's just, gray plastic and you go ahead and paint it up yourself and then do the basing and everything. And yeah. it's not like most groups, you don't necessarily have to have an entirely painted army. A lot of people, they just want to build them and play. And, um, the only time you really like absolutely have to have it is for tournament play, but that's a whole world that I don't want to get into because it's just fun for me. Uh, dude, I'm looking at some of the work you do. Some of these characters you have, I mean, this is super impressive. Here's an ax welding dude that has blue hair straight out of a uh, heavy metal. Yeah, yeah, the uh, Chaos Space Marine. That's the 40k army that I play, uh, and I definitely went with them because they are metal as hell. That's it. It fits your personality. Now, when you paint these and play, can you lose these pieces, or are these like it's not like Pog where you lose your valuable you pieces? <laughs> it's not gambling. Oh Scott. God, no, no. You you put way too much money into this shit to ever give that stuff away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's basically like if they die, you pull them off the table, and like each model has like a specific amount of wounds that it'll take. And um, they all have like like each each thing you see there they, again goes into a unit and they has a card that tells you like how far it moves what you have to roll for it to hit with a shot when it's shooting what you have to roll for it to hit when it goes to wound it's a very 
very big numbery game, and then there's also like other special rules that go in with it for all the different armies. So it's 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 wild. It's uh, like when you first look at it, it can be a little intimidating just from the sheer amount of like books and like information you got to get. But once you get down to it and play, and especially if you're like me and you're lucky and get to go play at a winery and you just get drunk the whole time. It's an well, awesome now time. you're talking my language. This this does <laughs> I mean this so but this does has a huge uh, Dungeons and Dragons type feel to it. Am I not? Am I wrong here? It can, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people will try and get very thematic and narrative with it because they've actually built a whole un- like lore universe around this. Like if you look up the Black Library, which is an entire publisher that the company that makes these models created that fleshes out this universe and it makes like the expanded star Wars universe look minuscule in comparison. Wow. Yeah. There are books yeah, and like it, video games and all sorts of stuff based around this. I, I think I have an important question. Oh, yeah. uh, Cam, Cameron, Camothy, if I will. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> since you're, uh, you know, fully entrenched in the Warhammer universe, have you gone down the rabbit hole of Warhammer porn? I have not, luckily. Mm. No, because it's just so grim and dark. Like, even in the books, there's no romance. Uh, Like, you never have to worry about romance coming up. And most of the times, you only have to remember half the characters' names because they're going to be dead by the end of the book. Much like many of these players, (laughs) romance is not a part of their lives. Uh, Cam, (laughs) so I want to thank you because, first off, none of us, and I'm sure a ton of our listeners, have no clue what Warhammer 40K was. And now we do know. And... The reason we can you the, have an orc army and and yes, can you have an orc army? Yeah, actually, there are uh, space orcs and they are hilarious and awesome. They're basically like living fungus, and uh, they have this weird connection with like what powers all the psychic stuff in Warhammer. Where if enough of them think something is true, then it is true. Like uh, their vehicles are just like hobbled together piles of shit, but all of the boys think that it's going to work. So it works, but if anybody else tries to work it, that shit does not work at all. And I say boys because their like base infantry unit is actually called a boy. Like they're they're hilarious. If you want like if you wanted to look into some of the funniest orcs out there, look at Warhammers. So that sounds right up our alley. If we believe something is true, it is true. And we do sp- spread false information. Yes, unlike new and no one Scott likes to likes to slap things together that are usually piles of shit. Yes, this happens, but you know what? Sometimes it come up on top. But the big story that come out came out of the Warhammer camp recently was this new Paragon Warsuit from Sister of Battle. Uh, is this a, like a big thing mm-hmm. in the Warhammer universe, or have is, you never oh, heard of we're just so, trying to get to the nuns part, Scott. So, are so, you into you. nuns in mech suits? So that's what, and that's Does what that they are. You on? Nuns, they're nuns in Iron Man suits. Yeah, yeah, nuns in power armor that just love to burn shit. Um, so they're part of the ecclesiarchy, which is like religious, the religious wing of like mankind at that point. And they were created because like back in the day they had um, like a militarized insurrection against uh, the Imperium. And the Imperium told them, listen, no man can ever raise a weapon for the ecclesiarchy again. So they said, all right, fine, we'll make an army of women. And that power suit is huge for, like, the model fans right now because it's, like, the first time Games Workshop actually got, like, the anatomy right where, like, it would actually, like, if you were to put a human in there and draw, like, a physical human in it, it fits. But, yeah, they're, um, they just got, like, a plastic release 
for the first time ever, and it was like a huge deal for Warhammer. Like they just revamped the whole army. So, but you're saying this then is the lead into that Warhammer porn that Noob Noob was talking about earlier. Uh, yeah, them and uh, the Eldar. Uh, everybody always loves talking about the big titty Eldar girlfriend. They <laughs> 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 got my attention. Now you're getting our interest. Scott, do you have your beam, do you have your ma dress up like a space nun, spanker? <laughs> I'm gonna say nah, that. No, she can't no stand when I talk about this. <laughs> uh, uh, isn't there like a god emperor? Is that from this? Yeah, is yeah this is where the, a lot of the God Emperor jokes come from. But the funny okay. thing is, like, he's basically just a desiccating corpse that sits on a throne and, like, protects Earth from um, just getting overrun with demons from the warp. And they keep him alive by sacrificing, like, a thousand psychic-powered individuals almost a day. <laughs> Can, well, it's interesting yeah. how we dip in and out of interest with this conversation. <laughs> the, the, the game sounds yeah, impressive. It, the game sounds impressive as hell, and and I guess this Warhammer, this new melee Paragon Warsuit thing, is a huge deal for those mm -hmm. the gaming community. Um, but Are you in, Scott? That was the question that formed now, all of this. So now, now nuns that I, in now mech that I found suits. Out, Are you in? Now that I found out that we have nuns swinging hammers. I am kind of interested, to tell you the truth. I, I okay. have a, I have an interesting history with nuns. I do not need to get into that right now, but <laughs> uh, it does have a. But I mean, the patience, the patience to paint these things, and like I said, Cam, we're looking at some of the pieces you've done. I mean, here's here's Jason with a flamethrower. It's Jace, Space Jason with a flamethrower, actually. <laughs> that's one. Oh uh, yeah, that's one of my favorite models I did. <laughs> So, how long does it take you to paint one of these guys? Um, so it really depends on the size and how much effort I want to put into it. Um, but it, it can vary anywhere from about like two and a half hours to like a solid eight to ten. Well, per model, I have I have the one right here. It looks like it's a maybe a space worker or something with a sword, and we can see your thumb holding it. That thing is tiny. Yeah. Oh, so that one's actually from the fantasy. Uh, war game that the same company makes. I'm just starting a new army for that. That's a Idenus Deepkin, and um, they're basically sea elves. So basically, I see a but, clamshell. Yeah, but you're sitting there. You're sitting there with like those big like nerd glasses that help you see real small. And <laughs> I actually, yeah, I do have a set of them, but I I didn't need them, and I ended up with. Um, yeah, it's it's tough because like there's a lot of nook and crannies, and like getting into areas, trying not to get paint on other areas, really sucks sometimes. But it's kind of cathartic. Like I can just throw on like a podcast or some music or something on the TV and just kind of space out and get some painting done and relax. You mean like the podcast of our reviews will kill you? Yeah. Not, hey, not, totally. yeah. What a great joke that was. <laughs> not if you're trying to relax. <laughs> yes. We are very cathartic and very relaxing. So Scott's in, you're going to have a new battle with Scott. He'll dress like a nun while he paints his nun characters, Actually, no. What I'm going to do is he'll be there. I'm, I'm going to hire Cam to paint these battle. things for me because there's no, there's no way I'd have the patience to sit there and paint one of these things. These things are insane. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of people that do commission painting out there. All right, maybe I'll learn to paint and start doing that because there's a new way to make some money. <laughs> yeah, Scott needs a job, so sure. Let's. Uh, this is a full time job taking care of you two assholes. So. Mm. <laughs> Mm. Well, why well, I think we've uh, 40 K'd ourselves 
<laughs> that we have. Cam, thank you very much. I mean, the big question was, what the hell is Warhammer? Thank you for explaining that. I do know what it is now, at least. So at also, least there's who that. Who the fuck is Cam? And and he's now, a Warhammer oh, Cam, expert. Cam, what is Warhammer? Cam's a Warhammer expert, and Cam's now the reason that I'm into nuns with hammers. I'm gonna, hey, you, check out their whole line, man. They've got a lot of awesome looking nuns in there. But hey, thanks for having me, and always happy to talk to anybody about Warhammer. <laughs> Thank you, Ken. <laughs> well, maybe maybe we'll do another podcast, another channel somewhere. We'll just talk about Warhammer all the time. Straight Warhammer, uh, bro. I could go. I could go for three hours, and you wouldn't even cover half of it. Uh, <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> noob Noob will be there. <laughs> noob Noob will be there. We got a new specialty thing. Cam, thank you very much for joining us, bud. I do miss you out there. You know, be safe. Um, you know, and you too, man. You know, take thanks easy, again bud. for having me. Y'all have a great night. Enjoy the rest of the show. You too. Thanks, Later. Buddy. Goodbye, kind stranger. <laughs> kind stranger who gave Noob Noob lots of information about things he's not well, patient enough to do. I think they passed out. You don't a like bit. sci-fi. You don't like nuns. Uh, you don't like you bear you bit just barely like orcs because you're a troll. Yep. I mean, mm, I'll, still I'll, not a hundred percent sure who I, Cam was. I mean, I'll you tell you what. Know. It doesn't matter that you know who he was and who he wasn't. But I am glad he's, I brought him because I had expert. no clue what this thing was before and. Now I do. You know now, and knowing is half the battle. knowing is half the battle for a game that I will never So next. Never Well, next. And next. And next. But hey. And next. Speaking of of phone calls. And next. Speaking of someone on the phone. Angry phone calls. Yes, that's all we take all day. We do have a couple voicemails that we got recently. I was going to get to them earlier, but I wanted to get to Cam so he can get off the phone so he can stop listening to us. But I do have a couple voicemails to play. Let's go ahead and take a quick listen and see what we have. You heard of Three Stooges? Well, you know I heard of Three Fucking Pussies. Man up and get that shit done. Mm. Chip Challenge. Chip Challenge. So that was the first one, and here's number two. Drain and I would like to say, fuck you, pussies. Get the chip challenge done, you three stooges, I mean pussies. <laughs> what side? What side? That, West side? That, one, that, that voicemail actually came in moments before the show started. Uh, thank you for calling in there. And yes, we know we are sitting on a bunch of those um, death chip things. They don't expire, so we're all good. Are you but, sure they're food? But we do have to. Oh, food. What we do, we, we're going we're gonna to have Z and Noob Noob come over to the, uh, the Scott Will Kill You studios. We're going to do it here in the Scott Will Kill You kitchens. And I'm going to trademark the entire thing. You mean your ma's kitchen. And we're going to kitchen. And we're going to do the whole thing. Here we just need to pick the night, and that's going to be on you guys. And Doc, you know how to get a hold of Z. He wants get, the live stream. He on, wants us to live stream it specifically. Exactly. Get on. So get on we'll his get shit because we need to figure out what night. Yep, we know that voice. We got to figure out what night we're doing that because we're got to live stream that. We got to get people in place for that. So, with that in place and all the phone calls out of the way, we'll move on to the next story. Now, guys, I want to be careful with this story because if you say the wrong thing, 
We, I do not want to get killed, Scott. We may not come back, but this comes out of Russia. Mother Russia. Mother Russia. And apparently Vladimir Putin, I mean, are we surprised that he's doing well, but he's doing extremely well. I will say right off the bat that Vladimir Putin what denies this? owning this and has no connection to this glorious estate that he lives at. That's in Russia? Whenever he feels like it. It's on the Baltic Sea, yes. Oh my God. In Russia. Uh, I don't know exactly what country it is, but it's definitely something. It's so, in a country. So basically, yes, of course we know that Putin's going to deny that he has such an opulent place, but the story is that Alexei Navalny, a uh, gentleman over in Russia who I'm not sure why he's in jail, but he's doing a 30 jail stint. He's a dissident. Oh, for, 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 he's a dissident. He's a dissident. He's a dissident. We will not agree and with him. They po- well, he was in England and he was poisoned. By the KGB. Well, uh, so allegedly, he, he, allegedly, allegedly, because, that was not proven. Because Putin had said that he denies the poisoning, and he said that Russian agents would have finished the job if they had wanted him dead. I kind of agree with that. So I also agree with that. But what's impressive is there's a couple features of this that. Um, I mean, are just completely breathtaking. Of course, they have a champagne room with a stripper pole. <laughs> Get the f out of here! That's First fake. of all, you did say the agents took uh, pictures of this. That is also not in there. From uh, they they used a a drone to get drone footage. To get of this. Drone so if you want to look it up, you'll be able to see. It. It's a five point three four well, billion dollar state, correct? And here and here we have some video of said property. It is lavish. It's huge. It apparently has that a looks hockey like CGI. rink. It has a hockey rink in the basement, which that's not real. I could not. No, this is this None is this is, this is uh, computer generated recreations of the property. <laughs> This is not the story. This sounds completely Okay, false. well, uh, sure. Th- but this is this is footage from the documentary that got uh, Alexei Navalny in trouble in the first place. This is what's going around. This is the video that everybody's watching. This is the one that racked up over 100 million views and okay. led to tens of thousands of people taking the streets to demanding Alexei's freedom. Mm, okay. This this Italian style palazzo has an underground ice rink, a casino, a swimming pool, a theater, and whatever an aqua disco is. I need two aqua discos to feel complete. Did <laughs> do you did did you get the price tag? I thought it was five point three four billion dollars for this estate. Um, between the, the the estate and all the property that was inside, all the furniture inside it, we're talking about yeah, you know, multiple hundreds of billions of dollars. Hundreds of billions. Yes, no, I, I, I saw it was five point three four. We'll we'll go with that number. Well, I'm I'm, I'm going to stick with hundreds of billions, of course, because uh, <laughs> you have a good concept of money. Yes. yes. Uh, apparently, Navalny returned to Russia, where he was arrested from Germany after recovering from that nerve agent poison wow, that you were look talking at about. That stage, indoor Tons. stage and theater with complete theater seating. Great googly moogly. The the seats are just these huge lavish round seats. Uh, I believe the next clip is going to be uh, the uh, game room or whatever that lounge is that Same. they were talking about. Where game room? we'll where see is the Russian sex trafficking room. What do you mean? This the whole thing is for <laughs> Russian <laughs> sex trafficking. Are you, I mean, allegedly. Allegedly, no, no. We we do not uh, confirm nor disavow. Let's. Skip around here a little bit and see. There we go. So here's that night stage area, which looks reminiscent of a strip club. I don't know why I'd say it looks reminiscent of a strip club. 
because in the moment you'll see mm. the pole raised out of the stage. Oh no! Yes, as steam, the platform rises, and the pole rises. The pole it rises. But we don't know. But we don't know what that pole would be for. It has its own for casino. Christmas trees, Scott. This 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 place is in Christmas effing trees. Sane. So where's the it, the whole reason why I thought you'd be interested in this was. The indoor hockey rink. I, I can't find any images of the indoor hockey rink, and I was trying. That doesn't exist. That absolutely piqued my interest, and I cannot find anything about the indoor mm. hockey rink. Because I feel like he's the best hockey player since Wayne Gretzky, if not better than Wayne Gretzky. They have they have Dance Dance no, Revolution Vladimir there. Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin played hockey. Yes, oh, he he's actually the greatest he, hockey player of all time. He still oh he still plays hockey, and if anyone skates or you know checks him, they die automatically. That's how amazing a hockey player is. That if anybody makes contact with him, they die. Allegedly, allegedly, yes. Why is there a casino in the house? Why wouldn't there be a casino? What do you win your own money back? Yes. Okay. You've never just played for fun. You never for chips. And you never sat around friends and gambled and and played like for blips um, and chips. Strip poker. Yeah, I mean, not strip poker. Uh, oh uh, my God! There's a uh, there's a Warhammer 40k uh, table. There it is. He's got the whole setup and everything. He's probably him and Cam are probably painting these pieces this is together. Cam it's, Newton's house, isn't it? This is Cam Newton's <laughs> house. Oh my God. <laughs> what Cam is Newton Cam? has a Vladimir Putin fetish. He certainly does. So, so uh, yeah. Okay. There are rumors, allegedly, that Vladimir Putin is the richest man on earth. Uh, I wouldn't say those are rumors. I'd say that's absolutely a possibility. Probably true as hell. Yes. So he is a, he's doing good for himself. But, yes. He probably put half of his money into GameStonk. But, of course, of course, he denies any allegations that he has that property, that that's his, but... It's it's, it's it's stirring on, up. It's on retainer. It's it's stirring up. Like I said, that video was viewed over 100 million times, and there's you know thousands of people that are now protesting that Alexei be released from jail. So it's causing a little stir over there. But you know, I mean, yes, allegedly, of course, people. allegedly. I don't want to be you know poisoned in my sleep. Mm-mm. So speaking Not of po- speaking of poisoning, let's talk about Tom Brady. Let's talk about Tom Brady. Tom Brady and his Tell minions. Me. Oh my god. Oh my god, why is he making out with a minion? What is this? So apparently <laughs> the minions official account, because they were getting ready to advertise for their next movie, oh. tweeted this image here, which is Tom Brady kissing his kid, but of course somebody photoshopped the kid's head into a minion's head. The tweet was later disappeared, but attached to that from the official minions uh uh page was squeeze us like deflated football at Tom Brady. Oh my god. <laughs> also, who kisses their kids with that much vigor? Like, look at who that jawline. Who doesn't line. kiss their kids look with that, that much vigor? Look at that jawline clenched. I just, the, look how happy that minion looks. Uh, look at how much tongue Tom Brady has probably given his kid. Uh, you know He's what? He's not giving his kid. If that, was, if that was noob Tom. noob, he'd be just as happy, I'm sure. Oh, I would. Isn't be. this how you hug your mom every I night? I would let him lick my butthole if he was my father. He now already does. There. Of course. Where's the counter? <laughs> I said one I'm day. just saying that he, he, he. This is how he makes. Which was which is worse? Him making out with his mom or his dad? I don't. Both. Yeah. Sure. He's the equal opportunity offender. I'd let him deflate my balls. <laughs> there you 
<laughs> there you go. There you go, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so Tom Brady, yes, off to the, is it still called the Super Bowl? It is still the Super oh, Bowl. Oh, I guess I didn't cover this story. I was going to all the sponsors are dropping out of it, by the way. Anheuser-Busch, like all the major, major sponsors. Are they, though? They are. They are dropped they? out of it. Really? Yeah. yeah. Not, not going to be a cute puppy commercial? Nope, not at all. That sounds sad. Yes, very sad. Now, are you watching? But, but are, they, are they dropping out just because of like COVID times and shit like that? Or is there another reason? Is it just the sign of the times? A little bit of A, column A, little column B. A, the ratings are down. B, um, a lot of people can't afford the commercials because of COVID times. The other thing is the uh, they're donating their time. So I will say Anheuser-Busch is supposedly donating their time for public safety Actually, I did did hear that. It wasn't the time, but it would have been what they would have spent for the Super Bowl. Instead, they're putting that money towards uh, vaccine and and knowledge and research and, and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. that's that's what they're that's what they're turning their focus towards. Which you know, thank God, but I'm rather it goes I there. Think I, I'm, I'm rather it goes there than to the Super Bowl. Really? Because I think they're actually hedging their bets and putting all their money in GameStop stock and AMC theaters. Well, everyone should buy AMC. Don't theaters. make any recommendations. That's no, recommendation. don't, don't, don't. Because we're not there yet. But first, we're going to talk about Shin Ultraman, and I have no clue. Oh my what God. Shin Ultraman he, he's is. Such, do you know what Shin means? That shitty. That's Shin, no. Shin's the area. Mister Japanese over here. You don't even know what Shin means. No. It's what does Shin Godzilla mean? It's the it's the area above your foot and below your knee. Mm, right. That is not what it means in Japanese. What does it mean? That is not the right Ultraman, is it? I, I don't th- I think that's the wrong that's, Ultraman. Dude, I, I googled Shin Ultraman, and this is what I got. Well, there's an official trailer, which is that one, which just released, which is, there's going to be a, it was uh, put together, I was actually thinking about having a reaction to this, like a trailer, because this is directed by the same team that did Shin Godzilla, which won the Japanese You never told of the, the, Oscar. the audience what Shin means in Japanese. It means the best. Like most excellent. So he's the best Ultraman. Yes, he is the greatest Ultraman or the greatest Godzilla. So what did he do? He gave himself that title, or like does that? No, that's uh, I don't know. He didn't do it. The directors did. So the directors are the same directors as as Shin Godzilla, which is also the director of Evangelion Neon Genesis. So it's a big deal. It's kind of a big deal, Scott. I know. What else is a big deal? We're about to have a battle in the chat room over Tom Brady. <laughs> oh, geez. Is there a war going on in the chat about Tom Brady? Apparently, GOAT doesn't mean greatest. It just means gayest of all time. That's But hey, this is... No, that's I'm my not, title. I'm, not, I'm the GOAT. I'm not, I'm not going to get involved in that battle. We're going to let that go on in the chat room for a little bit. I'm the GOAT. Oh, my gosh. Goat. I don't know what's going on. There's a full-on battle. Someone can get my cheese. We, so this dropped magically. Like People didn't know. It's still in Japanese. They don't even know what they're saying in English. But it looks uh, not as good as Shin Godzilla, but it looks exciting if you're an Ultraman fan. I'm I'm, I'm more of a Godzilla person. Is this, this going to be, what, the same um, the same animation as the Godzilla series that just popped out, the three-movie series? No, this is live action. Oh, okay. This is live action. And there is also a Godzilla animated series coming, which looks really freaking cool. So I'm excited about that as well. So if you're a kaiju fan, which could lead us to the next breaking news, if you like, Scott. Um. If you're into kaijus, (laughs) it's full-on kaiju. We've gone full-on. Not only do you have Shin Godzilla, you have Godzilla versus Kong. monster. 
you also have breaking news. They just announced Cloverfield too. Oh, they did. Oh my God. Oh, that's the kaiju. That's the kaiju. Oh, yes. Is that? Is he bring? Are they going? You don't put, have to pull. I'm just. It's a breaking news. Are they going to put well, said it's kaiju? Like working on it. Are they putting said kaiju in the Godzilla universe? No, that would be in the Cloverfield universe, which yes. they already had a Cloverfield two. Ten Cloverfield Lane, which, which was, was not like a side story connected to Cloverfield. No, it was. It was not connected. It was to, sort of connected. It was a random movie where they attached Cloverfield to it, or the Cloverfield po- Paradox. That oh, I forgot. Not that a clo- not a Cloverfield movie forgot where they existed. just randomly attached Cloverfield to it for no good reason. Wasn't that where, this is another joke of a J.J. Abrams thing? That He's was trying to capitalize like, on the MonsterVerse. That was the space uh, cracking came out of the wormhole or something, right at the end. Yeah, for no reason. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Look and then cool. they also had uh, what was that one that was supposed to be connected, which wasn't too bad, the World War Two movie with the weird zombie things that was supposed to be under underworld. No, um, I know what you're talking about. That it just never fuck. We I but we watched movie. it and reviewed it. What was yeah, it? Shit, it's not underworld. It was like shit. I, I have it. I'll have to look. You at home. should Google it. What, Google what zombie movie? What just World War Two zombie movie? And that's about as far as you, as soon as you do that, you'll probably get it. Just because we took away the responsibility of telling you what each story was, you don't even Google stuff now. You do just do nothing. Basically, I think it was the two. Uh, Overlord. Overlord. That's it. Overlord was supposed to be a Cloverfield movie, but. That's just J.J. Abrams jacking other movies and sticking in the Cloverfield universe. This one supposedly has the actual Cloverfield monster. So if you're into that kind of thing. I mean, the Cloverfield monster was pretty dope. It's all right. Weren't there a bunch of famous people in that first one? Mm, Not like famous, famous people. They're kind of famous. Lizzie Chaplin. Yeah, Lizzie Chaplin. Or Lizzie Kaplan. Kaplan. I think that's really the only. No, there's somebody else in it, too. And isn't the director somebody? I feel like he's somebody. Let's see. We'll t- 2008. Wow, oh that was like 12 years ago. Holy cow. Let's see. Who's in Cloverfield? Oh, Matt oh, Reeves Odette is the Annabelle. director. T.J. Miller. Okay, so like semi-famous people. Yeah, T.J. Miller went on to call in bomb threats. Yeah, yeah T.J. Miller he had a, not He funny. had a future there. Yeah, Lizzie Kaplan, who's moderately Odette attractive. Annabelle, who went on to star in House. Uh, kind of. House? She was in House. Was she? I think so. I don't think so. In whose house? Let's look. Whose house? <laughs> Hugh Laurie's house. Hugh Laurie's house. She did not start. She was house, in Supergirl. <laughs> That's a real step up for you. That's very similar. But Matt Reeves would probably be the most successful of those bunch. Who is currently directing the new The Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Sam Sam Jr. calls out T.J. Miller in Deadpool. And I watched both Deadpools recently. And T.J. Miller was the least funny part of both those movies. Didn't they write him out of the second one quite no, a bit? No. T.J. Miller got murdered in a Transformers movie. That was fun. That no, was he fun. was he was in the second movie. He probably got written out of the third as they're doing it because of you know the bomb threats and all the other dumb shit that he did. Something to do with his girlfriend. I don't know. Yeah, he was a weirdo. It was it was he was getting back at his girlfriend by calling in a bomb threat on a train that she was on, and then they found out that it was just him trying to get her in trouble for being you know a s- stupid cuck. Oh, so. Right up Noob Noob's alley. That's hot. So Noob Noob has nothing else to bring to this conversation. We're going to loop back around to a video I mentioned earlier tonight, which is up on our YouTube about GameStop. But apparently, as I'm told, because I do not have information on this, there's more on the GameStonk whatever is going on. 
Oh, like an update and a correction? Yes, updates and corrections. There, so this is apologies and thank yous and sorries. Yeah, we have a little bit of a correction. When we discussed... The, I wasn't trying! Whole, we weren't trying because we did no research and don't know anything. But we referred to what was go- the short squeeze as uh, as a, a a stay or a put, like an option that was purchased on GameStop. Our correction would be that it's actually a short, which means they borrowed money to purchase the stock at a lower price. Uh, right. Oh, that's we're gonna terrifying. give a full on financial. No, we're not. We're just saying we said something wrong. And uh-huh. uh, if you want more information, go to people who actually know what they're talking about because uh, he is a financial nitwit, uh-huh. a professional. Oh, I can He's actually it. a PNC, a professional financial nitwit. P- a, prof- a professional noob cuck. Yes. So yeah. anyway, Shut we don't know anything right. about anything. But what we do know is that uh, the stock did it, well. First of all, they had gotten shut down. Like if you were trying to buy it from, yeah, Robin from third Hood. parties like Robinhood and TD locked Ameritrade, shit down. They, they locked it down so you couldn't buy it. You could only sell. And then they kind of let that go, but then you could only buy like five shares and limited it. It's basically bringing Wall Street to its knees and... There's like billionaires crying. I saw sixty-seven percent today. I saw I saw the Barstool Sports, the uh, the one minute man, whoever that is on Barstool Sports. He had an outright rant about what uh, Robin Hood did and all those guys did was pretty much completely illegal, and all those guys should be locked up. It's caused a lot of problems for a lot of people. I mean, the Wall Street people just just to give you a sense of perspective because this story is like Wall Street stuff, so people don't really understand what's going on, and there's like the whole. Even, you know, idiots are confused by it. But they were co- so like the head of the oh. NASDAQ and like a bunch of other people have commented about it. And they were literally comparing it to the storming of the Capitol. That's how bad they think this is. Where oh, it's like terrifying. a populist movement of Redditors taking the stock to the moon. Never stop. Go to the moon. Go to Mars. We're going to Mars next, baby. To we, as in you... The listener, not me, because I don't own any of that stock, and I'm not a hedge fund person. Hold them gains. <laughs> Gotta get them gains. Hold them gains. Don't sell. Gotta get them gains. We sound like like we've gone into full. Who's that mad money guy? We've oh, just Jim gone. Kramer? We've gone totally off the rails. We don't know what we're talking Fine. about. Don't hold it. But we apologize. Do it all. Love it. Don't hold Go that to the moon. stock. Buy it right no. now. Go to the moon. It's take falling. it to the moon. What do we it's, know about this stock? It's I don't know, but I'm going to play a bunch it's, of gun noises because it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so either way, uh, we weren't, we're we not planning oh, on doing a follow-up video because uh, we, we tried to explain it in layman's terms, but we're too stupid and, to actually explain it in layman's terms. And we did find out that at this point, you two are not layman, so we're going to let that one go, but... Whoa! I do, we're gaming. Whoa! I, I do know, like, and and it's funny because looking at this, I'm like, man, I wish I had saw this. I wish I bought stock in Game Stock, but I don't. You would have never. Money, bu- no, yeah. Well, a what money and B, no one would have bought money in Game Stock. It's just, it's not a thing. Game this stock? was completely fabricated. Yeah. Stop. Like, but game stunk. Like, I've always, I've always wondered about like putting money in stocks, like to try and do a portfolio and stuff. But I'm just too stupid to do that. And now, like in hindsight, it's like, well, I don't want to put money anywhere close to there now because the whole thing looks like it's a complete shit show. It's a house of cards. Do it. Yeah. Take Believe it to the moon. Yourself. 
No, and so we can move on from that. Instead, all all my money goes into freaking film equipment. So. That's that's another. I thought it went into booze. That's, that's another investment with zero fucking turnaround there. So and whiskey, whiskey. Oh, that's terrifying. Well, why don't you invest in proper twelve? So don't do that. Well, either. we're I not mean, we're not going to do that. And that is a teaser of what is coming up soon. But before we get to that, we have to get into our next segment, and that would be our outrageous news. Or oh, oh my god, god we, we need to get, get to outrageous, outrageous news. And then on to the review. Don't you? Our first hour is brought to you by Warhammer, and uh, they are a sponsor of ours. Well, don't you, so, don't you yeah. worry about that. Someone here is watching the clock because you put someone <clears> in charge <throat> who knows what the F they're doing. We're fine on time. We track. don't have that many outrageous news stories. But the first outrageous news story we have involves a mystery. Actually, I think this is Noob Noob. Have we finally found footage of your mother? Oh, my God. Mystery solved. She he is, is a hairy, hairy beast. African American. So, what is that? <laughs> what? That's, that's black. What do you mean? That's a that's a black guy. Is it? <laughs> oh, keep going. Seriously, I'm blind. I can't see. That's is it not a darker individual? <laughs> that is not a person at all. That in fact is Bigfoot. And if you oh my and God. if you live in Oklahoma. You can actually, uh, you don't have to live in Oklahoma, but you can now buy a Bigfoot hunting season permit in Oklahoma. So you can get a tag for Bigfoot? So you can get a tag to hunt Bigfeets, who seen here in a very poorly photographed picture. Why this guy's always out of focus, I don't know. like a man in a ghillie suit. But Oklahoma Representative Justin Humphrey introduced a bill to open licenses for Bigfoot hunting season. They will be regulated by the Oklahoma Wildlife Conservation Commission, and people are buying it. People are this buying. This must just be a PR stunt, right? Um, it's a uh, 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 tourist. It's a tourist trap, is what it is. People are buying. PR stunt. Pe- people are buying the license because they want to buy it. They want to frame it. He's trying to add into it that they're looking for a, tra- uh, a $25,000 bounty for trapping. It's only for trapping, not for killing. You cannot buy a license oh, do not kill. to kill Bigfoot. You can only buy a license to hunt and trap Bigfoot. But people are buying it, and it's it's a tourist thing. It's bringing more money into Oklahoma. It's actually a genius move. People are buying it, and they're framing it. It's, you know, it's, it's not a bad idea. It's still are funny. Are you going to buy open season on Noob Noob's mom. Uh, oh my god. I've already had open season on Noob Noob's mom and I gave her back. <laughs> 26.50. And I gave it back. I was going to say what is the price? 26.50. The, <laughs> they I actually I actually Not was to buy paid one for the, I was paid more for the return. Best investment ever. Immediately doubled my investment. I got paid twice as much to get rid of her. I thought you were going to say that you doubled down. Because you took her for a ride twice. <laughs> uh, 45 minutes before... You made him go bo- away. <laughs> bo- bo- bootleg watching bootleg says we had 45 minutes before a noob noob dumpster fire cutaway. That's a record for restraint on that his is part. That is a record. Congratulations, a record. noob noob. Let's see if we can find Thank a way you. to get back Round to that dumpster applause. fire. Let's talk about fat squirrels. Oh my Let's God. get there. 
<laughs> that's a big boy. That's a th- that's a thick squirrel. <laughs> Where are his nuts? <laughs> he can't see they his are. nuts anymore. He He's so fat he can't he see can't his nuts. Can't see them. They're that's they're up inside. That's that's over the University of Michigan. Well, these squirrels have been around for a while. They're actually called fox squirrels. They're the largest oh tree squirrel in North America. They typically weigh between one and two pounds, but you see these big that boys here. That is not here. a two-pound squirrel. That's, that's a that's, thick, that's a these, thick squirrel. That squirrel is a good C's. five pounds. These, yeah, these big boys C's. over here are a little more than they're one to two pounds, but oh it was God. this image that showed up on Twitter or Instagram as getting a ton of traction from the University of Michigan. The rest of the world is now learning about their fat squirrels. If you were to have one pet, Scott, I'm pretty sure it should be this. A <laughs> fat squirrel, yeah. How come you don't have a fat squirrel? I do have a fat squirrel. Just can't show it on YouTube or we'll get blocked. Oh. Oh. It's definitely hiding your nuts. Oh, my God. How much excess skin is down there? Sam, oh, God. That's a lot. Sam Jr. Ooh. saying the squ- these squirrels are going to get revenge on Z. I don't think so. They're probably a little oh, too slow. Oh, that's right. To They're too slow. Back at Z. The only squirrels that I fight are the quick ones. I'm looking at you, fat squirrels. And, you ain't standing a chance and, against me. And I tell nice you, callback there, Sam Jr. That's a great callback. Fantastic Wait, callback. Yeah, don't you oh, remember? I got. I told my story, story about the. Yeah, I told the story about my squirrel you story. Murdered your squirrel. Yes. Yeah. And these. And these. I totally. And, for, and these, I suppressed that story. Thank you for reminding me, Sam Jr. <laughs> I had totally put that out Were of my childhood memory, and now you've brought it back to surface. <laughs> Start crying again. Oh God. So anyway, fat squirrels. These fats, these and these fat squirrels would definitely float in a bucket. They would not drown. So fat squirrels, oh, they would not. They would float in the drowning bucket. Okay, <laughs> that is a pretty traumatizing story. I'm so glad we yeah. brought that back to the surface. <laughs> we brought that back around. That this way, guy we definitely know, touched you. Z, that way. <laughs> Z Z's not sleeping tonight. Thankfully, Newman will be there to cuddle him as well. I wonder if Z was actually the squirrel and that guy hit his nuts. I'm surprised we never pulled that for like a short clip about the trauma of squirrel drowning. Oh, there's a whole bunch of clips that need to be pulled and put up on our channel, but I just don't have the time for it. So there. Yes. <laughs> Too much time. So much trying to beat the squirrel whoa. at how many nuts you can eat. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> What 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 sound that, effect does that see? Gobbling uh, nuts. <laughs> you just you're gobbling those nuts. Just, is, that, yes, is that what you're busy doing? Just trying know, to get on the Oprah Winfrey network. Just know <laughs> what that sounds like. That's that's actually really impressive. But oh my god! Well, that's oh yeah, I know oh it is. That's like an Oprah Winfrey squirrel. <laughs> oh my god, it is. Will you still Gosh, make sure. that noise when you're faced with a zombie raccoon? Oh, oh my god. <laughs> that is Isn't so, that just Rocket Raccoon? That is just fierce. That is a fierce looking raccoon. But this story comes out of New Orleans. Apparently, apparently walkers are coming across a zombie oh, raccoons. <laughs> oh my god, that raccoon looks like he is ready to rape. They, <laughs> he's uh, not a zombie raccoon. He put on his rape boots today. Wow. Oh my god. I, I he did. He oh. put. Look at. It, he put on his rape boots. Someone needs to like put the zombie raccoon and the squ- fat squirrel in the room together and just see who it. who wins. Oh my god. Who could who could take who could take the most? Wow. <laughs> who could bury the most nuts? Uh, Seriously, why is there a raccoon standing on two you legs? Two, you two are on a <laughs> roll. It's a zombie. The reason Where is why this raccoon's penis. They're not actually zombies. What's happening is in New Orleans, they're having sick raccoons. They have a disease called canine distemper, 
Which is, oh, it's not an opioid crisis amongst it the is raccoons? Not, it is not a raccoon opioid crisis. It is actually oh, a I disease which they are contracting in the wild. It makes them lethargic. It gives them seizures and runny nooses and disorientation. <laughs> runny uh, nooses? What? I don't oh understand why right. runny noses is one of the symptoms that they called out for these poor raccoons. We're talking about they're lethargic. They have seizures. They're disoriented. And their noses run. <laughs> It's one of the symptoms, it's, Scott. Apparently, it's one of the symptoms. It's one of them that they called out. But the problem is- They should get COVID tested. The, the pr- I mean, COVID tested. COVID tested. I mean, the vaccine. The problem is that because they have this disease, they're seeing them in the daytime. We know raccoons normally a nocturnal animal, and there is a danger to people out walking their dogs, and there's a danger to the dog <laughs> if it drinks out of the same puddle as a infected raccoon, or if it eats infected raccoon poop. But there is a Weren't shot, there, there is a vaccine people? for your dog to get to protect against canine distemper. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, I thought... Um, what if he's just horny? <laughs> I mean, he looks a little horny. <laughs> that, that raccoon looks like huh. he's, he's a little randy. For sure. How do you oh, know his God. name? Ha <laughs> ha, yes. Badoomch. Badoomch. Scott jokes. And well, and it and it was a good one. And to continue, yeah. and to oh and more. continue the laughing and the fun and the joy that we're having. That's it for our orc tales. I said the it was a quick layering. one. Let's move on to reviews. Me to stunk on. I was impressed by that one. I held that for a while. It was almost musical. It was. I think it was. It was really musical. But you know what else has a theme that we're familiar with and music we're familiar with? That would be Jurassic World and a show that they have on Netflix called Camp Cretaceous. Season two was just released following, of course, season one as it naturally would. And I watched this. Z, did you watch this? No, because I didn't watch season one, and uh, I don't know. I just feel tainted by the whole Jurassic Park world, especially since Colin Trevorrow said that Dominion will close out the series. I did hear, though, that this show will have some sort of connection to the newest movie, Dominion. So, spoilers? Is there some sort Is it of that there's dinosaurs in both? Is it there? Yeah. Do dinosaurs escape the park? I'm not sure about this. It's one. kind of the same old story when it comes down to it. In season one, the dinosaurs escape the park, of course. This movie actually was not connected to the other Jurassic World movies in the fact that it didn't have the same characters and it didn't have the same stupidity as the movies did. It actually was a cute story. It is a cute story about a group of campers that get caught in Jurassic World after the collapse happens, of course, and their survival and attempt to get off said island. Is Their actually, diversity and inclusion protects them from the dinosaurs. Yes, that there is diversity and inclusion, and that is one of the storylines. Of course, as it should be, since it's a kids' show and it's teaching kids things and to life lessons and how to survive a raptor attack. 
Stay away from dinosaurs. Stay away from dinosaurs, of course. But it's not it's not a horrible cartoon. It's cute. It does its job. Um, this first season ended on a cliffhanger. Do any children season get eaten? Two, season two ended on a cliffhanger. It's not a horrible series. I I actually enjoyed it. It's not made for grown men, but we also know that I'm not a grown man. So do any children get eaten? Uh, yes. Children? Oh, no, they don't. Then I might be interested. Well, no, or are they eaten and then regurgitated? Not, 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 and they never actually died. Not the primary five. The primary five. Oh, wow. Oh, and so they actually had oh spoiler. Oh spoiler. But show. not the primary five. None of the primary five get eaten. But yes. Multiple people, multiple tourists, multiple characters do get eaten in this cartoon. But of course, it's because it's a cartoon. They don't show said eating. It's all, mm. of course, insinuated. That's intense. It got some good ratings on, that, on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that yeah. was loud. 86% audience score and 75% tomato meter. I've heard good things, and Scott's said good things it's, about it's, it, so it's, it must it's a, be good. It's a good cartoon. It's it's something that, you know what, you can sit down and watch with your kids. Like I said, I enjoyed watching it, so I'm sure like your kids will like this, and you can sit there and watch it with them as well. Something to bond with, because we all know you hate your kids. Whose kids? Parents, in general. Like, that's kind of oh, like a, a, general. a general thing. Like, I know... Noob noobs, random... Uh Spawn. No, nobody, yes. nobody truly, so nobody truly loves their children. They just find some way to pass the time with them. Jurassic World. This, mm. this cartoon is a good way to pass the chime with your kids that you hate and despise. I will pass the chime every time. They will be blown away with how much you hate your kids. <laughs> just blown. Well, away. If we're not talking about, we 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 went through the ratings and stuff on that. So let's go ahead and use Noob Noob's transition and talk about being blown away. I mean, there's not a ton to review this week, folks. We just we have to be <laughs> frankly clear with you. There's just not a lot. Like, there's just wasn't a lot. H- HBO like a was a kid's d- show about dinosaurs and a show about making glass. Like, there's not a lot going on here. H- I'm just letting you know. HBO's doing a movie really a week, a and I don't even know review. what they did last week. Yes. We'll have to give you a proper review a little bit later. All right. But let's talk about Blown Away. I don't under. I'm looking at the the Netflix score. It's like the number two or three show on Netflix right now, isn't it? I, is it well, it's the new episodes probably came out. I guess. Yeah, I lo- I don't know. I like it. There's something about uh, blowing pe- glass. Something about blowing glass that I just find very attractive. <laughs> what? You're attracted to blowing glass. And Mr. And Mr. Glass loves you for that. I was at. I went to the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair a while ago, and they have did one of those booths set up where they have glass blowing. And we sat there and we watched, and they did a whole presentation and stuff. It's actually pretty damn cool. And I do have. I don't think I no. I don't have it in this room here with me, but I have some of the the glasses and stuff that I got from said uh, glass blowing uh, location. Uh, it's, it's some cool stuff. Oh, Scott, I've blown my own glass. That, th- I've just blown. I didn't bring any of it for a proper or anything to show I didn't, you, but I, didn't, I have blown glass. I didn't know you were that flexible. Why don't? Why mm. don't? When you finally come over here to do the hot chip challenge, which we need to get done, bring your blown glass, and we'll have that, and we'll have my There's glasses. no way I'm transporting my blown glass over And to we'll have your- the glass that I got from the glass blowing place, and we'll drink from them as we do said challenge. Mine is art. It is not meant to be Oh, oh, them. oh, you got the glass dildo. Oh my god! Mm, I wouldn't go like that. Oh, I, that's I understand. All right, that's fine. I understand why you don't want to bring that over. That's okay. 
Mm. So anyway, this show... You blow a lot of things. I do like artisans at work. As you may know, I am a big fan of Forge and Fire. And I do... I There's just something cathartic about seeing artisans work their craft. And when they're working that glass, and they're stretching it, and they're blowing it, it just seems very satisfying. That, I like to be stretched and there, blown. There is, there is something oddly relaxing about watching people creating things with glass yeah i think it's cool they it's there's a lot you know people like fire fire's cool and uh making works of art is always cool it's a little subjective and it is actually uh, it's amazing some of the stuff they do and i recommend it i think it's an amazing show i caught season one i'm pretty sure i reviewed and recommended that season two is excellent as well Apparently, the tomato meter doesn't know. This is I'm, I can't I mean, believe there's, probably, there's this. no number on how many reviews. So it yeah, might be there's one no way review. to tell. It could oh. just be one dopey person. And then audience score of twenty six percent. Yeah, like it's 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 <laughs> season one or I guess season two doesn't have like official reviews yet. But season one is one hundred percent with the critics, twenty six percent with the audience. I highly disagree. I will also say that Force and Fire is now on Netflix, and that is was in their top ten for quite a while. So clearly, there is a place for these type of shows. It's an outrage. I hate competition shows in general. They're like I hate singing competition shows, things that are super subjective, like singing. But when you see like craftsmanship done, where people actually have physical manual skills, I think there's something to be said for that. And then, um, you know, that's why I like Force and Fire and like the knife, the knife or death show. So I don't know. I think they're really good. I recommend them. You should check them out. It's a nice way to cool down. There is there is something also like mind bending about knowing that that's glass, like that the solid object that shatters when you drop it actually becomes bendable and pliable and like putty. At some temperature. That's actually like mind blowing. Ron Cole, the Stone Cold Killer, asked about uh, the Curse of Oak Island. I have heard good things about it and I do love a good treasure hunt. The only thing that I don't know about that is uh, to me, it seems like a little fake news because, it, uh, you know, I just find it hard to believe that these guys are actually finding anything. I don't know. I just I don't believe that much stuff on the History Channel because they have such a bad reputation for having fake shows like Pawn Stars and what's the one where they used to dig through people's uh, they would take people's uh, storage units storage wars uh, storage like wars those shows that were auction fake. thing and all that stuff yeah like those shows are all fake so I just I struggle to believe things I did watch numerous YouTube reviews of. Uh, uh, force and fire where the competitors have literally said like what you see on the show while it is a, a, a is a uh, edited version of what you see there's n there's no trick to it they're literally there just making stuff and if somebody doesn't finish their their knife they're done and you know they do like the the producers and stuff will ask you questions and they'll prompt you with things but there's no influence through it like what you see is what you get so i i i i do not like shows that are not 100% real and i i struggle to believe that the curse of oak island is a real show but many people will argue with me at nauseum for hours about this so i, I don't want to get too far into it but i do appreciate you bring it up uh 
Ron the Stone Cold Killer. Oh, I mean, it, and it's just, it is funny that people actually do believe that reality TV is real, because, you know, th- certain shows have different levels, but when it comes down to it, reality TV isn't real. <laughs> it's, come on. It's, we have to accept that. We have to realize that and just, come on, people. This is insane. I mean, some shows are kind con- like, what's like a show like Wipeout where Keeping people up just. with the Kardashians seems pretty realistic. Yeah, seems pretty realistic yes. that those One, are scumbags. 100, 100% realistic. The those people are completely unscripted. They're not told what to say at any time. And everything you see on that show is completely natural. The Bachelor. Oh, my God. I love it. Yes. Another one. Another one where every. Every winner of that show has gone on to live a long and happy married life with many, many children that they're probably watching Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous with. None of that happens. None of that happens. Yes. So Uh, apparently we have a request for an OnlyFans site where Scott brings squirrels. Yes. I don't know Scott what he'll do with them. Squirrels like Scott's tots. Scott's tots and Scott squirrels. Well, if, if people are willing to pay, then we'll see what we can make happen. But let's do <laughs> let's let's do. If something. Scott can make a living off of it, he'll do anything. That's right. If I get if I get paid, hey, I'm a whore. I can say it. I'm not. I'm fine with that. I got no problem saying that. But we're actually going to do something different here on our reviews will kill you, and it's in honor. Of a man who was sleepy and felt like he needed to take a nap. So sleepy. Conor Mag- so tired. Conor, Conor McGregor had a fight recently. It did not go in his favor. Uh, from what I hear. Uh, Let's see. Not Noob Noob watched it. I did watch it, yeah. Th- he saw it. You, you spent... You McGregor spent so you spent, the best of you spent $200 on a seven-minute fight? $200. First of all, I didn't buy it. And second off, mm. uh, I think it's like 70 bucks or something. It's not $200. Well, yeah, I think it was like 70 bucks, yeah, wasn't it? 70 bucks. Either, either way, 70 bucks and a, a round and a half and Conor McGregor, the angry Irish. There are other fights on these yeah, there's cards. Five fights. Five. There's five fights. Oh, well, but was anyone watching for any of these other fights? Uh, some of the other fights were okay. The co-main event wasn't bad. All right. So, yeah. The Conor McGregor fight was a little little dumb because he got his ass beat from not training properly like an idiot. So well, I mean, you know, he, just he's, like he's done with the last three fights. He's, he's ca- three. Uh, well, no, because he beat the one dude in like forty seconds, fifteen seconds. Who was that? Uh, some old white dude. Okay, so uh, Jake a Paul fight. It was like yeah. Jake Paul or something, wasn't it? No, it was uh, Donald Cerrone. Oh no, he's like an, he's basically retired. Oh, Cowboy Cerrone. Oh, actually, yeah, I yeah, heard yeah. that. I heard uh, now Jake Paul, as soon as he got knocked out, Jake Paul was talking trash on him. Like, no. He dropped, they had offered him, they they had, he was trying to work out a fight for 50 million where he would pay Connor 50 million out of the purse to, to fight him. And he immediately dropped it to 25 million after he got uh, TKO. Dude, Jake Paul would still get murdered. I don't actually believe that because Jake Paul's actually boxed real people. And Conor McGregor boxed, well, the greatest, one of the greatest boxers of all time, but couldn't even guess with that guy. So I actually, as much as I don't like that guy, I actually think that he would beat Conor McGregor because Conor McGregor clearly doesn't want to train against anybody. No, he has the worst cardio of all time. Yeah, he has terrible cardio. And if you just work him, the difference is boxing, you actually have to like, you have to have some, some sense of, there has to be skill to it. And if you could avoid damage from the other guy, especially somebody like McGregor who has no gas tank and is clearly just trying to knock people out, there's just nothing there. Is that actually isn't that actually isn't that actually how this guy beat him? Like the guy boxed him out or something? 
He techniqued him out. He uh, took his lead leg and was chopping it the whole time, right? Uh, yeah, the end. Of, he was losing. He, Conor McGregor won the first round, but the uh, other guy, Dustin Poirier, took out his left leg or lead leg, where it was basically dead. So he couldn't even put any pressure on it. He realized that and just beat the shit out of him after that. He couldn't. St- yeah, he like, couldn't stand anymore. Yeah, his leg swelled up real bad and was gross. And, and once he couldn't stand, he realized that and just started punching him in the face, and he couldn't basically brace himself so yeah he lost and that's and that's how he wound up in this compromising position that we see on the screen here yes and then he got snuggled by he didn't have enough of his proper 12 but in honor of said image that we're looking at screen here we do want to go over to uh whiskey that he advertises it's called proper 12 whiskey we've seen he's the owner we've seen conor mcgregor in multiple commercials with this is this is this a whiskey he owns or he is just it is. No, yeah, he's the owner. He owns it like Ryan Reynolds' own aviation gin. Owned. Well, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I went ahead and I got myself a bottle as well today since that's what we're doing. I even I put on the autofocus camera so I can do stuff like this. Look at that. Well, look at that. Since uh, Proper 12 probably just lost half of its value, we'll give it a, a good taste test. But what we're going to compare it against is the shittiest is this. of shit. This is Old Crow. Look at the autofocus on that. There we go. There's some autofocus for you. Or yeah. sort of focus. A 13 gallon <laughs> bottle. A is 13 $10. gallon bottle is $10. This is one step up from I could also shelf. do that. There's actually now we'll go back to the other screen here. We're gonna do our side by side for this. So you in that in that stu- in in the our reviews will kill you studio in the Orku studios over there you have a bottle of proper twelve and you have a bottle of Old Crow the gallon bottle of Old Crow let's see that again. Over here in the Scott will kill you studios I have the bottle of proper twelve and then I have the gallon bottle of Jameson because that's how I roll. Okay, but. So you went upscale. I we went downscale. You went downscale. So let me tell you this. So the proper twelve was a thirty dollar bottle. The bottle of Jameson, which is twice as big, was fifty dollars. Let's. So it's kind of the a, same price point though. Jameson is usually thirty one dollars, and proper twelve is thirty. For, so it's, it's for the same. Yeah, for the same size bottle, that's fine. But so you know, that's, that's why you get yeah, the bigger bottle because in the end, it's absolutely some savings. Hmm. Wouldn't you drink that much, yes. So we're going to do a little bit of each, and we'll give you our reviews, which will kill you. So Get your little glass out. I know what are we going with first? setting this up. I'm actually, this is, I'm opening this bottle for the first time here, which I didn't plan ahead on this. I don't know how difficult this is going so to be. So Noob Noob wants to do proper 12 first. He wants to do proper 12 first. Well, I've been drinking, I've been drinking Jameson all night. I know first. what Jameson tastes like. So I'm going to go ahead and this is the first time I opened the bottle. Well, I guess we'll do. It, uh, it, it doesn't have any standing out aroma. There's something special about it. But I did bring out with me my special sifting glass for this taste test. Smells like a nice woodsy. Uh, smells like really. Smells good. Dried. You dog kidding shit. me? Uh, Noob Noob has a shot glass from Iowa. I have a shot glass from the CIA headquarters, so, which was actually uh, purchased at the CIA gift shop. There's cows. inside the CIA headquarters. Who else can say that they did that? So you're going. So this is what this is the old crow you're starting with. 
We're starting with the bottom shelf. Okay, well, let's go ahead because I'll tell you what, while you guys are pouring that, I'll tell you I've been Definitely drinking Jameson all night. Shot. I normally drink Jameson all the time. We all know what Jameson tastes like. It is the upper echelon of Irish of whiskey. Mid-shelf? This is what Irish whiskey is based off of, is Jameson. It's actually brewed in Ireland and made there. And I don't, you don't need me to explain to you what Jameson tastes well, like. This Kentucky is aged for a full three years in new charred white oak barrels in Kentucky. Maybe. It's Kentucky bourbon. Is maybe. it though? I believe it's so. Dr. James Crow's Old Crow. Why don't, you, why don't you guys go ahead and let us know what Old Crow tastes like? Go ahead and throw that back. Uh, you seem kind of hesitant there. Noob Noob sniffing it. What do you mean? He's taking it up to his nose right now. And they're both throwing it back at the same time. <laughs> hmm. Shaking. It's not bad. Oh, that burns. Doesn't burn. It doesn't burn. Feels, noob, noob, noob you're okay. just a pussy. We know that. It doesn't burn. Um, it does have a little sweetness to it. It has like a hint of that, like uh, that charred white oak, and it's got like a little, little sweetness to it, just a tiny yeah, bit. It's got a little sweetness on the back. Goes end of down the warm. It's not bad. We have it's, a, right. it's honestly not. It's not as unpleasant as I thought it would be. Yeah, I, I believe it's also known as Tennessee Tea, according to Jay Bird. Uh, bootleg is asking, "What the hell is that box wine exclusive of a whiskey? Are you talking about?" <laughs> this was the reason why we got this Bo- though. It's to compare it to proper twelve. Bo- bootleg. Are we talking about proper twelve? Or are we talking about the uh, the old crow that these guys just went ahead and threw back? I think he's. I would think he's talking about old. So girl not. And, so not horrible. I, we see that noob noob. Of course, you know, has a, a bit of a burning reaction, which noob noob's used to burning reactions. Of course, it's something he's familiar with. Syphilis. Yes. Mm. His nose is going to rot I, off. I looked some up point. some old crow reviews, and they're actually fairly positive. Look uh, at that, four point five stars. Without a doubt, this is the very best value in Kentucky bourbon on the market. Wow! Just like Evan Williams, this is a good bourbon at a lower price that won't make you feel like death. Mm. I guess that's true. Uh, See, it is really cheap. And it's really cheap. It's a good it's not mixer bad. whiskey. For, for it's yes, it's good for mixing. True for for a low end for mixing whiskey. Absolutely, I don't like to mix my Jameson. Um, I I drink that neat. We already know that. Uh, Jay Burr's in the chat. He's saying Jack Daniels. Uh, Jack Daniels, I like Jack Daniels. Another mixing, mixing whiskey. Although Jack Daniels Gentleman is something that I'll go to from time to time. That's also a very nice straight up drinker for me. I'll drink that neat. Uh, Bootleg is saying the box wine. Excuse me, whiskey is Old Crow. Uh, Bootleg. It's for comparison. We're, we're using so Old Crow to compare to proper twelve. And of course, I'm not buying Old Crow. I'm going to stick to my Jameson. This smells pretty sweet, too. Give it a little sippy sip. It's, it smells sweet. Well, let's see what the flavor palette is supposed to be. So while you're doing that, I'm going to go head over to my Jameson. My Jameson, we all know already, is a nice smoky whiskey. We all know what Jameson tastes like. But while these guys are pouring their shots of mm. uh, proper number 12. Oh, it's made in Ireland. I'm going to share with you guys the proper way of tasting this. And this is normally something reserved for scotch. But we'll do it with whiskey tonight is you have to get a properly shaped glass to catch other aromas. Sift it around in said glass, as you see on the screen there. See if it sticks to the sides, which this does not. This is a very thin whiskey. It does have a nice amber flavor, amber, amber color, but it does not stick at all. It doesn't have any body to it. It's very watery. There seems to be nothing really to it. Is this the proper 12 you're talking about? This is the proper 12. We're going to go ahead and what you have to do is you have to take a sniff of it. You have to take in the aroma of it. 
I like the smell better than the old curry. <sighs> if I'm if I'm being honest, uh, the smell. There's not a lot of smell to this. There's not. I mean, if you're if you're a bourbon whiskey or a bourbon drinker and a scotch drinker, you're done. There's not much smell to this. And I'm digging into that deep. Those two just went ahead and took a shot of it. I'm going to take a sip as I usually do with my whiskeys. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Smoother. Is it though? It's bland. It's like a bland, smooth whiskey. I mean, it's like weak. Yeah. There's nothing there. It's like I actually tasted weak nothing. Sauce. It's like loser juice. Yeah. It tastes. <laughs> it tastes like a knocked out Irishman. Oh my God. <laughs> Does it, it, that's a weird taste. I was oh, going to have to talk to me, man, about this. You're going to have to talk to me, man, see what she has to say about this. No, I mean, I'm. It's not horrible. It's, it's just, just not bland. No, it's great. bland. There's nothing to it's not it. Worth, like, I'm, it's not worth $30. I'm, 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 I'm swishing it around. I'm trying to get some flavor out of it. Uh, uh, Jay Bird is saying shots are for pussies. Noob, noob, tilt the bottle. There's. Oh, my God. There's Ooh. actually. There's, no, there's nothing to this. There's no flavor. It's. I don't really like the the aftertaste is kind of bland too. Yeah, it, I don't know. It, it, I'm just it, not into. It. I'm not impressed. No, it leaves it does. It leaves a nasty aftertaste. There's no there's no smoky. There's no flavor. There's nothing of there's nothing that you want from your whiskey in this bottle. There's a little hint of sexual assault well, in it. Uh, well, and uh, elder abuse. And elder abuse. Yeah. And throwing chairs. Has a, and a little elder abuse on the nose. A little. No. The, uh, there's a whole bunch of reviews on this, but the, the main gist of it is that it is bland and unflavorful. And then some people are like, oh, it's not that bad. It's not bad, but it's not great. I wouldn't say this one review is like very smooth and great whiskey for the price. I would not agree with no, that. No, definitely not. So Which I'm looking at the back the of the bottle. Says, so paying tribute to where it all began for me. Dublin 12, our master distiller and I set out with one goal in mind is to craft a proper Irish whiskey that is true to Ireland. False. Uh, we honor. We are honored to share this with you, and proud to donate the first responders for every bottle sold. I appreciate that. I'm glad that I bought this bottle. It went to first responders. Enjoy this smooth and balanced whiskey, a fine blend of golden grain and full-flavored malted barley, triple distilled and aged a minimum of three years. That's a problem right there in bourbon barrels. Proper number 12 offers hints of vanilla, honey-like sweetness, and toasted wood. A proper salute to all. I could kind of get the vanilla and honey. Actually, no, I couldn't even get that. They're saying that they're there. I didn't find them. I didn't taste them. It's aged the same exact amount of time as Old Crow. Yeah. It's the smearing off of whiskeys. It's all marketing. Yeah. I think that is a Don't good point. Don't buy into the hype. Do you remember how like popular Smirnoff was in like the 90s with all the... Or was it Smirnoff or was it... Uh, Absolute. Absolute, yeah. That that's a better. It's more like absolute. It's got all that hype. I think Smirnoff is like the lower. Smirnoff, Smirnoff does. They have Smirnoff Ice, right? Is that what that is? They have a bunch of like weird flavors, but I we're saying it's more marketing. So like absolute was like the king of of marketing. They had all those different cool like absolute commercial things. I mean, it it worked because I I bought this specifically to have a drink every time McGregor fought, and now he's got knocked out. He's never gonna fight again. So. Oh, he's going to fight again. He's just going to lose again. If he loses again, he will retire. Yeah. No, he won't. He already retired once, and he's going to retire. He's retired like three times. Yeah, I'm, yeah disappoint- I'm disappointed with all this. I know Smirnoff Ice, there was a thing that we always uh, I It still goes around all the hockey rings, but you ice somebody, and as you blast out a bottle of Smirnoff, and they have to take a knee and down the whole thing. That's uh, Bootleg makes the best point of all. It is a bland whiskey. 
perfect for McGregor. All right. Well, bootleg, if you could do me a favor and let me know what I need to buy to mix this with just so I can get through this bottle because I'm definitely not drinking this neat. Turpentine. There's there's no way I'm drinking this neat. I, I And I'll even try it with a cube sometimes, but there's nothing to this at all. There's no flavor. There's There's no bite. There's no... It's missing all the stuff that whiskey should have. It's not there. It's missing all the Irish. Mm. It's everything. I'm putting that down. I'm going back to my Jameson just because that is what I prefer and that is what I like. Fill me up, bitch. <laughs> With what? I don't know. Something bland. So there so you go. You go ahead and mix so that's proper 12 and, the Jameson together. and I don't suggest it. Don't try it. We're gonna make it. We're gonna make it. We'll do one last. Uh, well, I'll do a taste go test. Go ahead, do another taste test. While you guys do that taste test, While I'm gonna go ahead. There's what I prefer right there, nice and easy. I'm keeping that. I'm keeping that right a here. Sweet close blended to me too. whiskey. We're mixing the American with the Irish. And you know what? And, and it's funny because like I'm not, this isn't even a proper glass for my whiskey, and I'm smelling it, and I'm getting an aroma from Jameson. That's nice. That's, that's comforting oh that God. you enjoy. None of that Ugh. from the proper 12. It's unfortunate. It's a The most interesting thing about this conversation is that uh, this is a CIA official shot glass. Look at how much of my proper 12 we drank. <sighs> oh, it's it's I terrible. missed you. I missed you, Jameson. I missed you, Jameson, my old friend. Mm, mm. Why don't you wrap us up mm. here, Scott, while I... Do the oh, I do. American Irish. I do love that taste. So let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and get our outro music playing. I'm going to go ahead and get my Jameson bottle away here for a second. So I can continue to do some work. And if you like what you heard here this week, head on over to orc underscore you on Instagram. Head over to facebook.com slash our reviews will kill you. If you are listening to us on one of our podcast platforms, that is Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or Amazon Play, make sure you go over to ourreviewswillkillyou.com and check us out there. You have our live videos. You can see Z choking on a shot glass, a proper 12. Apparently, this one did not settle with him properly. They're blended. They're blended. It's the American Irish. You're supposed to, like, put it in your mouth and go backwards. Oh, Keep going. You're, yes, you're supposed yes. to ignore us. So we're going. I'm ignoring you. Um, and of course, go over to ourviewswillkillyou.com slash links because that is where you're going to find all of our fun things, our links to our YouTube, our Instagram, our Facebook, our uh, podcast. Also, links to our uh, Patreon. Noob Noob, take it away. Oh, why, thank you, Joshua Burnett, a.k.a. Doc, a.k.a. Jay Bird, a.k.a. Dr. Doc Shit. List the Frisch, a.k.a. Dr. Mittens. Dr. Mittens. Dr. Bernie. Dr. Bernie. Oh, Bernie's made another appearance. Let's uh, clear that out. Dr. Fresh. Dr. Fresh. So fresh. So fresh and so clean. But yes, our reviews will kill you is on Patreon. We do have multiple tiers available, including a tier that lets you game online with Z and Noob Noob, as well as, you know what? I dropped the ball on that. Uh, Join us as we play Ark. Uh, Doc Doc is actually the the master of his own world now. He he controls everything about it. So that's the game we're playing right now. He's basically Dinosaur Hitler. Mm-hmm. Okay, that made sense. I, I dropped the ball. Doc and Fresh, they should have been scrolling across the screen the entire time as that is a lower tier and a benefit of joining the higher tiers, which is what you see across the whole them time. now. Um, okay. Is there anything I'm forgetting? 
Yeah, you forgot to thank uh, your guest uh, who talked about War. Cameron Norton. Cam Newton, thank yes, you thank so much you, for Cam, showing up. Cam Newton, a.k.a. Cam Windrig, uh, old buddy of mine, an old hockey friend of mine when I lived out in Lancaster with the rest of the Amish people. But uh, he told us everything we need to know about uh, God Warhammer 4K or and whatever war. that was. So much. I mean, I'll tell you what, I knew nothing about it before, and now I know a lot about it. So I do I'm appreciate him coming thrilled. on. thrilled. And thank mm-hmm. you, everybody in the chat. Jay Bird, Ron Shade, Sam Jr., Bootleg was with us most of the night. You were quiet tonight, Bootleg. I'm a little disappointed in that. Big Bird. Big Bird was there earlier. I hope he still is. Uh, Raymond JC11, uh, Noob Noob's boyfriend, of course, and everyone else that stopped by. And I think that's it. Well, thank you so much for listening to us tonight. Uh, We do appreciate it. And if you enjoyed what you saw or heard or however you participate, give us a like, give us a review, share with your friends, share with the world, bring them into the Orc University where you get an education on life in general. So anyway, from all of us here at Our Reviews Will Kill You, to all of y'all at home, we love y'all, we thank y'all, and on to the next one.